Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In the previous video, we covered the process of setting up the segments in the sequence for a VFX shot publish workflow. In summary, each segment was assigned a shot name and everything has been clearly labelled to ensure that when we export and publish out the sequence, each VFX shot will be correctly distributed into its designated directory. In this video, we'll perform the initial VFX shot publish and take a granular look at the variety of options available when setting up the export. So carrying on from the previous video, we now switch over to the Media Hub with the selected sequence clip. As I'm sure you're all aware, in most VFX jobs, there is a typical structure of directories or folders known as a job tree. Within the job tree directories, you can break down each VFX shot into its own set of directories and work from there. Ideally, in a centralized workflow, you would have a central storage of sorts, a SAN, a NAS, or a drive that is accessible by everyone in the pipeline. The other big point, which I spoke about previously, and it's always very important to remember, is that every machine accessing the job tree must have the identical file path to that location. For example, I will navigate to forward slash SAN forward slash Autodesk jobs. So the file path on this machine is pointing to my central location. When you are using another Linux or Mac system in the pipeline, the file path must be forward slash SAN forward slash Autodesk jobs. It is imperative that the file path must be the same on every system in the pipeline. This is because all metadata being generated uses a consistent file path to the metadata and media within the job tree. This is the golden rule for any central collaborative workflows using all types of software. Now my directory is called Autodesk Jobs for obvious reasons, but you can customize it to your facility. This directory could be the root or main location where all job trees are placed and accessed throughout your facility. So you drag the sequence clip into the directory. This will bring up the export window that will allow us to create the job tree if one does not already exist. Change the main export option to perform a sequence publish. Now I want to bring up a point that will help you start thinking about how to use this as I go through the finer detail. If you have already an established job tree structure within your facility, you can set the export tokens to export within that structure. Since everyone is different, this is something you need to customize in your facility. If you don't have an established job tree structure, this is not a problem because Flame comes with a few presets to get you started. Once you have established your own way of working, you could save it as a custom preset for easy access at a later stage. So you could base the job tree structure using a Flame directory as a starting point. Or you could use the job name as the basis for the structure. This is entirely up to you, but I'm going to go with the job option for my example. You can choose whatever media will be the underlying format when you perform the sequence publish. As part of the presets, we have included DPX for 10-bit media and EXR for 16-bit media. Once again, it is entirely your choice and you can still choose other formats. However, make sure you choose the correct format to suit your media. 10-bit media should go to 10-bit DPX. If you tried 16-bit EXRs, you will get an error message that 10-bit is not supported in the 16-bit format. 
This process is about exporting and distribution. It is not image conversion. If that's what you want, then convert your media prior to doing a sequence publish. Now I will expand the advanced options so we can look at the components that will be generated during the VFX shot publish. Starting in the Sequence Options tab, all we are reading from this menu is that we will be exporting video media only and it will be based on all the original sources in the sequence. You could also set additional handles for the segments if required. Now there are four components you have to go through when setting up the VFX Shot Publish and the first one is found in the Video Options menu. Essentially, this is the exported or published media. You can customise the format to your requirement, but what is really important is the file path and file naming conventions. The preset has already given us a basic job tree structure, but let's delete this and start again to help clarify it a bit more. So the root directory we are in could be the facility directory. We would like to add a job directory, followed by the media, its version number and finished off with the actual files. So click in the Pattern text box. We'll use a combination of tokens and custom text to build the job tree. So the first token I will add is Project. This adds the project name to the pattern. Next, I'll add a forward slash to define anything prior as a directory. So the project name is a directory. Within the project directory, I'd like a directory for every shot in the sequence. I'll click the Add Token menu again and choose Shot Name. As before, I'll add a forward slash to define the shot name as a directory. Now the media will be DPX, so I'll add DPX to the pattern and define it as a directory. And since this is our original media, I'll also add a version name token as another subdirectory. You get the point that you can go as deep as you like in terms of the directory structure and organisation. All that is left is to assign recognisable names to the DPX sequences to be created. I must stress that whatever naming conventions you use, each segment must have a unique name to ensure no exporting conflicts with the file names. Now click the Add Token pull-down menu and choose Segment Name. This time I did not add a forward slash to the pattern. This means that the file name of the image sequences will be assigned their segment names. You can also choose between timecode and frame numbers on the file name and the extension will be added at the end. So this initial structure that has been defined in the pattern box can now be defined for the rest of the components used in the VFX Shot Publish. Switch to the Clip Options menu and here you will find the remaining three components. The second component is the Segment Clip. The Segment Clip is a small metadata XML file that allows the Flame products to locate and interpret the exported media that is published outside of the local Flame database. So in a centralised workflow where the Flame products do not manage the job, these XML files, or better known as Open Clips, will help Flame identify the media as well as track versions of the VFX work in the sequence at a later stage. These segment clips can also be used to do upstream versioning. For example, you could change between an ungraded and graded version of the source media. So using the segment pattern text, we'll define the location and file naming. 
I'll delete everything and press the up and down arrows to recall the pattern that we created for the media. Incidentally, if you've already got your own naming conventions for the file paths, you could simply copy and paste it from a text editor and place it into the pattern as well. So we have the project directory and the shot directory. I'll delete everything up to that point. Now I'd like the open clip for each piece of media to go in an input directory. So type input and add a forward slash. And finally for this component I'd like each segment open clip to be named after the segment name. So add the segment name token to the end of the pattern. You do not need to have a version on the segment open clip name because the versions are actually contained within the single file. Now looking at the segment clip preview, you can see a clear representation of how the path and naming will work. The third component is the batch setup. This is more specific to the Flame products working in the pipeline. These setups will be based on the shot names that were defined to the segments in the previous video. As a default, every VFX shot will have a version 0 batch created for it. This means that any flame, flare or flame assist station in the pipeline can open the pre-made batch setup and start creating and versioning any VFX work. Any third-party applications in the VFX pipeline will not be able to use the batch setup for incompatibility reasons. Let's quickly define the batch setup pattern. I'll use the up and down arrows again to call up the last entered pattern. Change the last directory to batch. Remember to add the forward slash to define the directory. Now when it comes to creating batch setups, we need to know the shot name as well as the version number for each batch setup. So click the add token and choose shot name. Next add an underscore to space out the file name. Finally click the add token pull down menu and choose version name. In the preview window you will see how each batch setup will be named after its original shot name and the version number starts at 0. This number will increment as you version flow graphs. You'll see this work in the next video. The fourth and final component is the output clip. The output clip is also an XML open clip just like the segment clips. The big difference is that the segment clips refer to the original exported sequences and the output clip refers to the rendered sequences that you will create as you iterate and version your effects work. So segment clips point to your source media from the export and output clips refer to your rendered media. The new published timeline that will appear after we export the media will refer to these output clips that are waiting for new renders from the pipeline. As before, click on the output pattern box. Use the up and down arrows to call up the previous file paths. I'll define the file path as project, shot name and output. The output open clips will be named after their respective shot name. So that is all the VFX shot publish components taken care of. Just a few more points to mention. You will see that the clip versions option is enabled and defined as 0. That is why the version name in the batch setup for each clip will start at 0. Copy exported clip in media library must be enabled because that is what will create the new published timeline that will refer to the published media and open clips. All that is left is to click the export button.
Flame begins to export all the media and create the directory structures we have discussed. The process would be exactly the same if you were using Flame Assist. As an additional side note, if you are republishing to the same file system containing the original source media and link media is on, the publish should be fast as hard links will just point to the same data. I'll speed up the clock and jump forward to when the export has completed. So the VFX shot publish export is now complete. We'll come back to the new clip in a minute. Let's just look at the file browser in the Media Hub for a brief moment. So inside the Facilities directory, we have a job directory and this contains each distributed VFX shot. If you go into any of the directories, you will find a batch directory, a media directory, which in this case is DPX, an input directory for the segment clips and an output directory for the output clips which will go back into the published sequence clip. So the job tree, media and metadata is centrally located and artists can now go through these structures and find the shots that they need to work on. But before we do that, let's look at the newly published clip. Just out of habit, I'll create a new reel and call this Master Edit. The new published clip will live here and this will become the working master edit that will link all the centralized VFX work into the master timeline. If I switch to the timeline area and open it as a sequence, you will see the sequence contains two version tracks. Version track 1 with the multiple layers refers to the original edit that now points to the input open clips or what we call segment clips. You can use this edit as a reference or even check that the VFX shots are using the correct source media. The second version track refers to all the generated output clips in the job tree. These were all defined in the VFX shot names set out in the previous video. To make sure you are looking at the second version track, ensure it is set to primary version. You can also delete the two top empty layers as you won't need them for the distributed VFX work. When it comes to iterating and versioning the VFX shots, it could be done on this system or another system using a Flame product or even a third-party application. However, everything will update and appear in the second version track of this new master timeline. All of that and more coming in the next video. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.